Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast, episode 19. I'm your alien nerd, Joel Reeves, and sitting next to me, I, I keep doing this, sitting right next to me is my girlfriend, Missy, sitting <laughs> a little bit further away from me is Taylor Salen. hey how's what it going, it, guys? what it do? Uh, it do okay. It it do I okay. Know. That's I don't know how you respond to properly to what it do besides good or bad. I don't know. How how was your week? It was good. I got I was just got back from vacation actually, so it was really nice. I got to go up to Oregon. Well, here's the thing: our listeners are inside baseball on that. So how was your trip to Oregon? It was good. It was really good. Um, the best thing about it, and full disclosure here, is that I got to um g- go up to some random store and and walk in there and and say. Hello, sir. I would like to buy a joint from you. And then he was like, "Yes, okay, sure. Take. T- let me have your money." And I was like, "Okay." And uh, it was easy as pie. So did that, you buy the, drugs? The legal weed was really nice um, up there. They have you bought drugs. Marijuana. I did. I felt I felt obligated to um, to at least say that I've walked into a store and and bought a joint. Like I buy milk, so that's good. <laughs> Does Oregon have? legal recreational marijuana they i thought do, that was they washington do. i i actually no 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 it's actually it's oregon um I, maybe washington too i'm not sure this is the first time i've been to oregon and uh and when i got there the person that i was visiting visiting was like oh yeah it was it's legal here and, and all that good stuff and i was like oh cool they're just fucking and telling you that but apparently it's you know um they're still in the transition process because it just got uh just became the recreational use just became legal in um, january uh, but, um, apparently you can buy up to seven grams a day. So, holy fucking yeah, that's shit. the limit right now, which is way more than I could ever smoke. But in a what's day the in my tax life. on it is what I want to know. Um, it was like two bucks. I would buy a joint. I was buying joints. I mean like time. percentage wise. Cause I just watched the show it, it on Netflix called it High like Times. T- it was like 10%. Or I'm sorry. Like high, high profits. Yeah. And like the tax in Colorado is like 28% or like 24%. Or something yeah. Well, that's how they're, they're making money. No, it wasn't that much in Oregon. I'm sure it'll probably go up, but I guess apparently people that no, there's no tax in Oregon, so there's no tax on anything. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so people, I guess apparently they were saying have been complaining about the tax that they're, and I'm like, you're buying weed, like, hey man, to, you're taxing to go our drugs. for recre- recre- uh, recreational use. Why are you complaining right now? <laughs> because they're high. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So yeah, I just thought it was interesting. Um, but no, my my trip was good. Got to uh, sort of connect with nature a little bit too, which was nice. And not in the sense that I was smoking marijuana. I was just gonna say like nature outside of like the fact that it's yeah, green. Yeah, no, no, no. We actually got to go out and see um, see a little bit of Oregon, go out and explore the the wilderness a little bit, which is cool. So sounds awful. It was, yeah, it was nice. It was fucking raining, dude, all the time. That sounds nice. All the time. I hate nature though. Yeah, nature sucked. The rain was cool. Anyway, we are on AgentTheNerd dot com as we yes. always are, and Taylor, roll those sweet smooth jams. Wicka wicka. nerds we have nerd news for you nerd news taylor what would you say that the biggest joy of getting a deadpool movie really is would it be a that ryan reynolds is deadpool would it be (laughs) b that fox is letting the movie happen or would it be c that it's hard r or would it be d a and c I would select E, all of the above. Perfect. Yes, that is the correct answer. I didn't give it to you, but that is the correct answer. <laughs> that was a trick question, yes, wasn't it? It was. It was. No, but the fact that it's yeah. hard R is really yes, what kind of makes of the movie for me. Yep. If they had made a PG-13 Deadpool movie, I think I would have been really angry. Yeah. And that's something that Ryan Reynolds had stated he didn't want to happen from the beginning. He said, like, I want to go and make a hard R Deadpool movie. Well, yeah. If they don't allow it to be R, like, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. And it is. And I think that's the biggest thing is that is, and obviously we'll get to the news here in a second. But I think that <laughs> um, that you know that uh, it would be a disservice to make anything that's not a, a Deadpool movie that's not an, anything but a hard R. Oh, of course. Like you, you to to do Deadpool properly, it has to be a hard R movie, Sim- plain and simple. You know, and I see yeah. I see the reasoning for that, and I think they're totally justified in that. So with that said, um, there's a Kate plus eight haircut wearing mom out there 
Oh wait, there's a K K plus eight reunion in the works. Yeah, no. I'm just kidding. There's a lady out there with that mom style yes. haircut that wants to. Actually, I have no idea what her hair looks like. Um, there was a a young eight year old boy on the internet that said, "Mom, these are the reasons why I think you should let me watch the Deadpool movie." And they were super adorable. Like, I'll cover my eyes when you tell me to. I'll do my homework. I like the X-Men. He's funny. You know, all pretty valid reasons. Yeah. But the movie's rated R. So, of course. Like, fucking hard R. Naturally, she was like, no. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd think that is where it would end. Mm. Right? Some dumb fuck YouTube star decided to make a video about it. This this, do, this 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 kid's mom. No, in particular, it's not even the kid's mom. Oh, really? I thought it was it the was, kid's mom no. that wants a petition. It was just a YouTube star oh. that f- found out about like this. The viral article was the kid writing a cute art, like a cute note to his mom, right? Yeah. Then this dumb fuck YouTube star was like, "Hey, I'm gonna start a petition for this kid for a PG-13 Deadpool movie." So essentially, what they're asking is for a to, for Fox to cut not only a hard R version, but for a PG-13 version of the movie as well. Yes. For kids. Yes. Okay. I have a, one question for you. How many superhero movies um, in the past have been PG-13? All of them. How many movies have been hard R? Less than five. A handful. Yeah. Less, um, less than five. This kid can go see any other yeah. fucking movie he wants. That's what I'm saying. Just go that's, make him watch Age of Ultron right again. There. Like every movie, every superhero movie is PG-13. Like there's a yeah. hundred, a hundred different superhero movies you could go watch at this point. Why the fuck does this one have to be? Why doesn't this kid just, 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 I, I guess, not be a kid and fucking wait till he can sneak the movie when his mom's not looking? He can like fucking turn it on at eleven o'clock at night when his parents are asleep on 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 HBO or whatever and fucking just watch the movie. Shit, then. he could probably torrent that. Yeah. He knows how to use the internet. Why would somebody Probably do better this? than we it's do. It's so stupid. I'm sorry. This idiocy, is it just can't last. It's pretty dumb news. Here's, um, he, okay, like, oh, God, I don't even understand it. It is, even the, I wouldn't even let, like, an eight-year-old read a Deadpool comic book. No. So, like, of course you're not going to be able to watch the fucking movie. And there was a, there was a, um, a joke Twitter account called The Comedic Merc. Mm-hmm. That replied yes. to this like tweet, yeah, and it said, "Dear young boys and girls, I want to see my movie. No, you can't see it. It's for big boys and girls. Fuck you. Your mom's a whore. Love Deadpool, <laughs> which is yep, exactly how Deadpool would respond to something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's perfect. Yeah, and it's the fact that that said. is the kind of response Deadpool would give you shows exactly fucking why uh, a young child should not fucking see this movie. Yep, exactly." So, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Is that kids are fucking stupid? Don't don't sign this position and we're not going to tell you how to get to it unless you can Google it like any other normal person. But we'll we'll leave that to you. On January 23rd, 2016, did you sign a petition to (laughs) make Deadpool 13? Yeah, exactly. It's the fucking still from uh, (laughs) James and Bob Strike Back. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Next up on the list is, hey, have you seen uh, that sweet movie Sharknado and Sharknado 2? I saw the first one. I haven't seen the second one, and I haven't seen the third one. Thank God. Did you see Transmorphers? No, I didn't. I heard about it, though, as Asylum. Yeah. Did, did Asylum do Sharknado as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they made yeah. other sweet movies like Battle Boat or whatever the fuck. No, it was, like. um, it was Transmorphers, yeah. and ba- uh, um, it was American Battleships American Battleships. Battleships. <laughs> gotcha. I thought, like, Battle Boat. That's funny. They actually got in trouble for using the, the word Battleship. Well, of course, so they, they had to the change movie was it called to Battleship. Battleships. <laughs> anyway, they've been fucking over the film industry for a long time. If you don't know who, who Asylum is, they are a um, scum of the earth production company that will literally rip off every Hollywood movie, call it something else, change the plot a little bit, and make a movie about it. And not and only pro- and not only that, but cheap cheap cheapskate and and try to cheat the people who are actually working on the movie. Oh, paying everyone way that. under minimum wage. Yeah, so they're known, you know, even within the industry as people you really don't want to be associated with. Not at all. Oh, Sharktopus was another great movie. That oh they yes, made. goddamn yeah. you, Sharktopus. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, they've dipped into uh, the Disney pool and they're going to make an animated feature film. Oh my gosh. Yep. And what is this feature film to be called? What is this this monstrosity to be called? It is 
this atrocity to the to the human uh, to the human condition to be called. It is a spoof of Finding Nemo. Mm. I'll tell you that much. Okay. So is they're going called? they're going straight for like the throat of <sighs> animation. Going right for the juggler. Speaking of spoofs, did you hear about this um, the Fifty Shades of Black movie? I did. Oh my god! It looks even worse than Fifty Shades of Grey. No, I was just I was actually I watched the trailer. I don't know why, but I did, and I was like, oh, this movie actually doesn't like look much worse than the actual movie itself, which is funny because usually the actual movie is way better than the spoof. (laughs) I hate Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm sorry. I think it's a stupid pile of shit. Um, that doesn't deserve to be made into a movie. So this this spoof is called Izzy's Way Home. <laughs> okay, yeah. which Izzy's is just ex- is like just ex- exactly the plot of Finding Nemo. Yep. Some some fish gets lost and has yep. to find his way home, and then he gets stuck in a, a terrarium for like a third of the movie at an orthodontist office. Yeah, uh, I haven't. Seen I guarantee you, all of that will happen in this no, movie. No, but what they're probably doing is um. They're spoofing off the Finding Dory, which is coming out this year, too. That's probably, probably why yeah. they're doing it. Probably. Anyway, just had to talk about that a little bit because... That's stupid news as well. Yeah. You know what? We're going to start a segment called Stupid News. Yeah. And this is it. I think we're, at, we're, 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 we're primed for that. This is it. This is Stupid News right here. Now all we need to do is get a jingle for Stupid News. So if any listeners out there are feeling like making us a little jingle... Hey, Mike uh, Mitchell, you listen to this podcast. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not going to say no. <laughs> but until then we'll um stupid news i don't know something like that it's got to sound stupid sing. like stupid news stupid news i just thought it was important to talk about it because they <laughs> at the you end, do yeah. the pop at yeah, the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've been they've been fucking over live action films for a long time so that's yeah. not really news if yeah. they were to make like a new live action movie that's not really noteworthy no. But they're they're starting to fuck over kids' movies now. Yeah, but the fact that they're they're branching out their their terrible terrible seed of a production company is is um is not a good thing. Not fucking opinion. at all. God no. <laughs> Next thing I got for you is uh, Thor has fought this live sentient planet in the comic books called okay. Ego. Okay. The planet. Which I'm not very familiar with. It is a... It was just a regular planet that mm-hmm. was imbued with um, life. Okay. And not life being on the planet. Yeah. As in, it is alive. Okay. And he's fought Thor before. He's helped Thor fight okay. Galactus before. Okay. He's gone mad. Yeah. So on and so forth. There are um, little rumors on the interwebs. Uh, this World Wide Web mm-hmm. that we're going to see Ego in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Interesting. Which I think would make a whole lot of sense because it's really one of the only big cosmic... I guess Thor is kind of cosmic in yeah. in a smaller sense, yeah. but Guardians is really the only like super cosmic thing they've got right now. Mm-hmm. And like, how cosmic can you get without doing things like Galactus well, and Silver Surfer? To be f- to be fair, they are doing Doctor Strange, which is fairly cosmic. I'm sure they could tie that in somehow. That's more of a mystical realm, definitely. But the other thing I was thinking of is Thor Ragnarok, which is obviously the yep. most cosmic of all the three movies, of Thor movies. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays into Guardians Two. But I'll, I'm sure it's got to play into Ragnarok somehow. It has to. That would be cool. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not even really familiar with that storyline too much either. But I'm interested to see um, where that shit goes. You know what I mean? I am as well. Do you know what I mean? Do you know? Yeah. There's not a whole lot of news on that because it's just a rumor on the internet. I think it would be super cool though to see yeah, like I'm, uh I'm pumped for Guardians too, man. Seeing James a live planet no on screen would be fucking gangster. Until he proves me wrong. Until he proves you wrong. He's not gonna. No. Well what I I mean I think I mentioned this before. What I heard is that James Gunn um turned in the first draft yeah. for this. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. They were like, Okay, good, we don't need any rewrites, let's shoot it. And I was like, oh, was okay. that a big planet? That we love it. Yeah, it, that's that's like that moment where it's like you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. You know, <laughs> a planet with a face. We're in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could definitely see Chris Pratt like trading quips with like a 
giant planet too. Like, oh my I, god, yeah, him trying to talk to a giant planet would be perfect, dude. That would be beautiful. It'd be perfect. His ship just has a giant speaker, and he's like trying to talk to the planet, and the planet's like, "Hey, fuck you," and he's like, "No, fuck you." That'd be great. And then we find out Kurt Russell is the the, the planet is his dad. <laughs> Kurt Russell is the planet. <laughs> the planet is his dad. Yeah. So the planet fucked his mom. Yeah, dude. Damn. No, his mom went and fucked on the planet, and the planet got pregnant. But the planet's uh, bisexual. Or that's how. Or all of the rivers on this planet are semen mm. and from was, the planet itself. Yeah. And all she did was all win. the rivers and lakes, and she just went for a. Dip she just and went boom, to swim and she got pregnant. And she got pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Done. All she thought was she's going for a nice summer <laughs> afternoon dip, and bam, uh, pregnant. That's terrible. That would suck. Can you imagine if that was possible? Straight out of jizz. Oh, yeah. That's the next sequel to Straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta Jizz. Yeah. Is that about a dude who jerks off every day of his life and he has no more jizz left? Mm-hmm. He wow. runs out. The reserves. The planet runs dry. Is that possible? It's about the planet. I don't think so. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, if something breaks, maybe. How many times a day do you think you'd have to jerk off to run out of jizz? You'd have to jerk off at least three times a day. Maybe five. No. How many times in one day do you think you'd have to jerk off till you couldn't jizz anymore? Um... I think that's that's very hard to do. Probably at least ten to fifteen times because the thing is, is uh, this is getting like super weird. But every time you jerk off, the jizz gets less and less. Like it's not like you stop jizzing; you just you just shoot less out. So, so have I you, mean, to be have fair, you it would this? it would take a lot. No, I'm just saying. I just know this. <laughs> I've I've it's, it's personal. Dude. I'm not gonna get into it, dude. This is a discussion for another day, man. Oh, good lord! I feel like if I tried to sit here in Hockaloogie and spit a hundred times, at some point you'd run dry. I yeah, would run dry. Yeah, but exactly. It would have to be. It would have. You'd have to hawk a lot of loogies. Like any bodily fluid, I think I would run out of jizz. Oh yeah, of course. But the question is, how much? I don't know. Like you asked, and that's I couldn't. The, I, I couldn't fucking tell question. you. So hopefully this won't get cut out of the podcast. Oh, I'm not cutting this out. All Missy's right. real embarrassed right now, though. That's yeah, okay. That we're talking about it. Where are you going? It's okay. Oh, she hates me for talking okay. about jizz. We're only like 600 and what, 35 people that listen to this podcast, so it's not that big of a, not um, that big of a deal. Oh, wait. You just left at the best time, though. What's next? Dude, someone else died this week. Oh, my gosh. At the same age of 69. <sighs> yeah. It's Severus Snape. Yep. Alan Rickman died. Hans Gruber died, you guys. Hans fucking Gruber died. Um, I'm really sad about this one, man. This one, this there, there hasn't been a celebrity passing that's hurt me as much um, as Let me this guess. one. Robin since, Williams? No, huh? no, no, no. It's Philip Seymour Hoffman for me. Oh, dude, that was one the sucked. one that was like, eh. wow, that's that's brutal. You know, like that's a that's a, a, a true talent that's been taken away. You know, and it's like I felt the same way about Alan Rickman. So eh? I'm sad. Biebs, what did you have to say? Oh, she doesn't want to. She's sad about it. She, no, let's talk uh, about Alan Rickman's dick. We lay. She just. We just laid in bed all day the day that that happened. She was so sad. Yeah, she was, is probably the largest Harry Potter fan on the planet, and we literally just laid down and did absolutely nothing that day yeah. until I thought, like, hey, what better way to cheer someone up than to watch an Alan Rickman comedy? Galaxy Quest. Even better. Oh. Directed. Uh, Love Actually. We did also watch Galaxy Quest. Love Actually. Even better. What is it? Directed by one Dogma? Fat Man on Batman. Dogma. Dogma. Nice. We watched some Dogma. What's his uh what's his fucking character's name in that again? Um The Metatron. Metatron. The yeah, Metatron. Dude, Metatron. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> it was great. He yeah, can't no. drink, so he he takes the shot at tequila and then he spits it back out. Yeah, I, I watched love it. I watched Galaxy Quest in in honor of his passing and he's so good in that movie, dude. He's really the, good. And in that movie. movie's just can we just take a minute to talk about how awesome Galaxy Quest is? That movie holds the fuck up even 15, 15 years later. Oh, I love it. Like it's just classic. Um, this this is classic storytelling, man. So even but yeah, I really Tim the Toolman Taylor is phenomenal in it. Yeah, Indian. surprisingly. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, Alan Rickman, man. So sad. It was quite depressing. I uh, I'm not like and and like th- this is not like a huge secret between anybody. I read all the Harry Potter books because they were around when I was a kid and they were popular. I've yeah. seen all of the movies, obviously, because mm-hmm. of who I am in the pop culture world. Um, but I, you know, I've never really been like a die hard Harry Potter fan. Um, but 
there's nothing short of saying that Severus Snape is one of the best characters in pop culture ever. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. He was this antagonist no for so long, and then you find out like he's fucking not. Yeah, such a redeemable character. Exactly. You know? Like I love that. Yeah, and he played it so well too. You know, yeah. he played it so well. Exactly. So convincingly. With surprisingly in that movie, that last Harry Potter movie, he doesn't have a lot of screen time, and with what he has, he does like just it, it just it expands so much. There's you been know? a lot it of makes it so much. There's been a lot of memes and gifs out of it though. Yeah, so much more than it could have been. So yeah, it's good shit, man. Rip, we shall miss you. There's no, there's no Hans Gruber reunion Ugh. that we can look forward to. Well, at least Bruce Willis can hopefully stop making Die Hard movies now. Yeah, you know that's not gonna fucking happen. Unfortunately, it was just a hope and a dream. Well, I will say this for Missy and for Alan Rickman. Uh, I will miss you always. Love you forever, is... Taylor and Joel and Pop Pop. <laughs> uh, on the brighter side of life, do you remember the leaked footage from Suicide Squad? Yes. From Comic Con. Yes, that trailer that they have that they leaked and eventually just released because uh, because people were just fucking downloading that shit regardless. Oh, of course, it looked. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I was I was intrigued, but I also oh sorry about that. Yeah, I was intrigued, but um, also very curious about you know what exactly it was going to be. You know, because more than anything, Suicide Squad seems like it's going to be something unique, but at the same time, we don't really know what it is. You know, like we kind of know what it is, but David Ayer is such a uh, 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 s- sort of spontaneous. Motherfucker, combustible filmmaker that you never know what he's gonna make, you know. Tis true. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. But I this this new trailer, man, who blew my socks off, dude. Blew my socks off. I'm even after this. I'm more excited for Jared Leto's Joker than I was going in. And That's still my number one complaint. Is not enough Joker. It's never gonna be enough Joker because it's Joker's just a, a supporting character in this movie. You know, like it's not gonna be. It's not his movie. So yeah, but you know he's gonna be the best part of the whole movie. Oh, of course. Of course, it's gonna be it's gonna be like um, the Dark Knight, where it's like he's the best character, and you wish there was more of him. But at the same time, if there was more of him, it probably wouldn't mean as much. It wouldn't mean as much because you're not you're getting more time with the character, so it's like you sort of relish those small yeah. moments that you have with it's the character. True. I will say, there's the one shot in the trailer which uses um, what is it? Uh, which Queen song is it? Not Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Oh, it is Bohemian yeah, yeah, Rhapsody. Yeah. Fucking expertly. Um, is that shot of the Joker where he's firing the machine gun? Yeah. He's just smiling, and yeah. his teeth are just like black. It's Which is reminiscent so of good, was dude. it not the Jack Nicholson? So good, it totally Joker, does. It totally right? does, and yeah. like just visually, that was something that I've never seen before, and that, like sort of something I'd never seen from the Joker as a character on screen before. So it made me very excited for you know the the yeah. new uh, the new angle that we're gonna get on. Or like how he's uh, recklessly driving that Lamborghini. Yeah, Down. we saw a little yeah. bit of that in the first one, but uh, we never saw who was actually driving it. And so. it's him. Yep. With Harley yeah, in the car by and, his yeah, side. Yeah, exactly. And I'm so I'm dude, I'm so excited we're finally seeing Harley Quinn on on film. That's been so Yes, yeah, so this trailer definitely and had a Margot lot Robbie, more Harley man. Quinn than the last one. Oof, she's so perfect for for Harley Quinn. It's not even funny, dude. She like, did a really look, good job. The acting, like her, she's just perfect, you know. Yeah. Well, what's that line in the trailer where she's like, "Oh, I was just thinking about killing all of you." Yeah. And then she's like, "I was just thinking. I'm I not going to do thinking. it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's good. So man. good, dude. We uh, really get to see a lot more of every character in this trailer because technically technically this is really the first official trailer yeah yeah. it's not like we we've seen a lot of shit from this movie but it was the first official trailer and uh you got to see fucking killer croc you got to see more will smith from deadshot yeah Mm -hmm. exactly harley quinn which it seems like as we've heard before that will smith uh deadshot and harley are kind of like the main characters yeah you get to see him in his deadshot costume in this trailer too it's a real quick bit but you get to see him in like his mask firing on the car yeah yeah, 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 it's it's super cool man i'm i'm here's the thing is there is no there's no hiding that i'm like not a giant dc fan didn't like man of steel only kind of sort of liked Batman Begins, hated Dark Knight Rises, really liked the Dark Knight, but that's rare, you know, like yeah. that's only one movie. So I'm I'm not the biggest DC fan. Yeah. Um but I'm 
skeptical to say that I'm really, really excited for this movie. Okay. I think it's going to be what kind of pulls me onto the DC train. So to speak. train. Yeah. Yeah. It might slow down fast enough for me to hop on. Yeah. Well, let's until let's... Batman versus Superman comes out. Oh, I'm sorry. Batman five Superman comes yeah. out and then I'm just probably going to hate it again. Because it, hey, Zack you never Snyder. know. It could be cool, dude. I mean, yeah. it's going to be awesome regardless of whether the movie's good or bad. It's still going to be a sight to behold to see those two characters and eventually oh, yeah. in the movie Wonder Woman as well on screen together. Like, that's going to be cool. Oh, and Aquaman. Um, oh, and The Flash. Oh, and Cyborg. Well, oh, and Bizarro. Oh, and Doomsday. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, we complain about it's Spider-Man called... 3 having too many villains yeah. and too many characters. No, we I complain know. about X-Men 3 having, like, but, the, but I think I think with this is it's going to be more, like, more teases of characters. For instance, like uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 where it's like we saw a little bit of Rhino at the beginning. We see a little bit of Rhino at the end. And that's it, you know? Um, granted it probably won't be structurally like that, but you know, I have a feeling it's going to be little bits and pieces where it's like Aquaman comes in for a scene and then kind of just goes away. Like he doesn't have, I hope so. An arc, you know, that um, would be, that would be the most, I'd like, be fine with that. Yeah. I, that would be the most economical way to do it. Cause you could have these little cameos and you could still have character and story at the same time, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's Zack Snyder. So <laughs> I didn't. I didn't read this. How did Zack Snyder get to direct this fucking movie, dude? Because like, he did fucking Watchmen, and fucking some people and liked Man it. Man of Steel. Yeah. Here's the thing. I saw an article. Didn't read it because I didn't really want to talk about it. Um, but I'm gonna like kind of talk about it. Yeah. Saw the title of an article that said Zack Snyder still defends Man of Steel. Didn't read it because I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I fucking hate that movie, man. I think there's redeemable redeemable aspects to it. Um there's a lot of stuff not to like. Let's put it that yeah. way. No, there's I'm sorry. I'm actually like. I'm actually wrong and I I I will be the first to admit that I don't like to say that very often. I was wrong. The article actually I'm just remembering it now. The article said Zack Snyder defends uh Superman destroying Metropolis at the at end, the of, end Man of, of Man of Steel. At the end of Man of Steel. Yeah. Well, which is Which I, I still think, think is a stupid idea. Which <laughs> I think it's okay because I think they're actually going to try to justify it a little bit in in Batman versus Superman. It's actually going to be the catalyst for sort of Batman versus Superman. So, maybe it was all uh, us all along just being like that's stupid, that's wrong, but they were thinking that forward thinking about it. I kind of feel like it's a mixture of both where it's like they, there's they, no way Zack Snyder was that forward. Well, I'm not thinking Zack Snyder. I'm thinking about the execs and the people that have been trying to plan this universe for way longer than Zack Snyder's been around. You know, um, have they? They have. They've been trying to get this. <laughs> they started. It started bef- even before Green Lantern. Green Lantern was supposed to be the start of the DC universe. That was a fucking mistake. Exactly. But the point I'm making is that, you know, it could we could all at the end of the day when we see Batman five Superman be like well that was brilliant of them to do that you know like it all makes sense now but i have a feeling it's them sort of retroactively saying like oh, okay we realize we fucked up but we're just gonna play it off as like we're gonna answer the question <laughs> as to why that happened to metropolis at the end of this in the ne- it's you know it just feels like a sort of like a roundabout kind of so shitty answer so that once again give. they took a page from marvel in a sense, yes. <laughs> I guess not Marvel specifically, because Fox with the Deadpool thing. Like, yeah, hey, we fucked true. up once, but we can fix it and yeah, make fun of it. Exactly. Uh, yep. I'd, okay. I'd, we'll see. I would be you fine know, with it, that. we'll see. We'll see. It's all about the tone in which they take it. I don't think that's going to happen, but that's what I hope happens. I as well, my friend. All right, friends. We are only thirty minutes into this podcast, and I thought, wow, man, that's really short. But this next topic, yeah, this next topic is a doozy. Taylor, what's that? How can we connect this next topic with Suicide Squad? Uh, would what's it be, the bridge? Would it be perhaps Will Smith? It would be oh, indeed man. Will Smith. Will Segway. Smith is in Suicide Squad as Deadshot, and Will Smith is a black actor in Hollywood. Is he not? Yes, he is. He's actually one of the most prominent black actors in Hollywood, and very well, uh, well respected. I might add. Indeed. Yeah, but he's also sort of been. Uh, the box office cloud has sort of gone down in the last few years, if you will. He's not as much as of of of, of he doesn't draw as, as many as much dollar signs, if you will, as he used to. Yeah, I would still go see a movie if he was in it, though. Depends. depends Actually, on that's what it not is. fucking true. Did at you all. see Concussion? I didn't because see Concussion, he was in that. and I didn't see Focus. Yeah, I, I actually haven't seen just a lot watched of Focus the other lately. day. He wasn't bad in that. He was actually pretty decent in Focus. It was just um, not well marketed, I guess. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, but yeah. Uh, so Will Smith. <laughs> the connection between those two is that he is boycotting the Oscars. Well, not not him per- per- particularly. It's his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, is boycotting the Oscars for him, <laughs> him which as well. I found hilarious. Is he not? He- no, he hasn't said a word. Jada Pinkett Smith is the one that's like, we're not going to the Oscars because you didn't nominate Will for Best Actor. Is basically what she's saying. What a bitch. Right? And that's what I don't get. It's like, dude, okay, just because he was in a movie this year and he was okay in it doesn't mean there wasn't 15 other people that were just as good, you know, white actors, actors of color, whatever. But they just all happened to be picked by the Academy, happened to be white, uh, white actors. So what we're talking about, sorry, this is getting off track, but what we're talking about is the hashtag Oscars so white ca- uh, controversy. I have so much to say about In which this. this week, the well, I guess last week now, the Oscar nominations were announced. Um, much to the chagrin of many people, uh, there wasn't much diversity in the nominations this year. Mostly um, people of, uh, of, of, of uh, Anglo-Saxon uh, descent, if you will. I have so... I don't want to. Sound... I don't even. I don't even know where to begin on this. Hold on. Let's take a break for a second here. Let's 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 pause this because I don't even know how to start this. Like, oh, how I don't do we take how do we lead in? Like, how do we? What do we start with? We start with the nominations, but then Jada Pinkett. Then what? Lee. Um, fuck with uh, Lee, Spike Lee. Spike Lee said you know he wasn't attending, and then fucking. Uh, who talked after that? And then it was the Mark Ruffs, the Ruffs, the Ruffalos. And well, then, he was thinking about and then it. Snoop Dogg said something, and then oh no, Snoop Dogg's not going to go. Said something. Well, Ice Cube said you can't boycott something you've never been to. Yeah. But there's also been a lot of other people, white people, that have been calling out the Academy, saying like, "Hey, this, this, th- we're a racist fucking industry," you know, which is sad to say, kind of a little bit true you know it's like the 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 proof is in the pudding you know it's so not though it is this is something that i have a huge problem with and the problem with that is (sighs) say that and i'm not even going to talk about this year say that in a fictional year there are five movies yeah one of those movies has a black actor as the main role Mm-hmm. The other four have white actors. Yeah. And all four of those white actors do a better job than the black actor. Okay. Then the black actor doesn't get nominated. Okay. And then everybody loses their shit about it. Yeah. That has nothing to do with, with racism. I think it has to do with the fact that he just didn't do a good job. He yeah. wasn't as good as everybody else. In 2012, Denzel Washington was nominated for Flight. In 2013, Chowetel Ejiofor was nominated for 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. Like, it's but, not that... But... It's not, it's not that the Academy is... Lupita Yeah, no, there's last been a year. lot of people of color that have won, but also remember that... One year, they, black people aren't they, nominated and everyone loses no, their shit? But, rem- but also, I think it's not about black people being nominated. I think it's the fact that... Black people are only nominated for movies about slaves or for movies about black struggles. Like what did Denzel win for? Uh, what did Del- flight? For no, flight, no, 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 totally. Nothing to do with totally, being totally. Black. That's and that's one year out of how many? Every other, True. every other, every other black person that's usually nominated, it's an Oscar bait type of movie. Like, but Taylor, for is instance, this, uh, for instance, D- D- uh, how do you say is Damon D- Hansu or yeah, Damon yeah, yeah. Hansu yeah, yeah. Uh, was nominated for Blood Diamond, but that was about a dude in a South African Blood Diamond True. mining community. So it's like it's it feels like every black person that is nominated is 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 going for something Oscar baity. As opposed to something that's, for instance, and I know we'll get into this a little bit more, but like straight out of Compton where he's just a dude making music, you know? And yes, there's struggles there. And yes, there's this and there's that. But, but that's also about day, being black not, too. It's, it's it's gangster rap music. No, totally. But I think it's it's representative of the culture. And I think that, and again, this is what I think the interpretation of other people is not necessarily my view is that we're not being represent, as re- representative of the culture as we could be, you know? Um, Here's a question. I while have. Was at the it... same time acknowledging, oh, you know, this person was good and this person was good and this person was good. I think, for instance, like 
Um, the kid who was in Straight Outta Compton, whose name escapes me right now, um, Jason Mitchell, who played Easy E. I thought he was completely deserving of a Best Actor nomination. But the fact of the matter this year is, is that he was in a tough race, you know, and most of the Academy is white and over the age of 50. So it's really hard to get people that are in that demographic to go see your movie. That's not to say that he wasn't good, but that's just to say that more people saw this movie than saw that movie. You know, can I ask you a question? Yes. Is it hashtag Oscar so white against blacks or is it just no diversity? I feel like that's the way people are making is, is white against blacks. But I think the bigger problem and what people are really trying to get at is that there's no diversity. Who directed the Revenant? In your route to a Mexican. Is he filmmaker. a white man? No. Didn't think so. No. Who won last year? Oh, for not, best director. No, 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 no. I'm who won I, the year no, before I that? totally I totally get, but that's a Mexican one man. that's those are two categories out of out of out of what, twenty? Twenty five? But the like but to say like, there's no diversity say, in the Oscars. Say, no, definitely, but the but the but the point people are making and the point I'm making is that the numbers don't match. Okay, for instance, two out of the numbers two, are lower. Two or two or three out of two or three, uh, out of the twenty five are people of 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 that are that are not white people of color. Right, the ratio in the industry in general is the lower. people. I know, and that's the point I'm making. And in the real world, the people of white to the people that are of color is not that low. So why should that not reflect that? The point I'm making. Oh, why yeah. should it's like white privilege? You know, it's like the ratio, the 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 white to non-white ratio doesn't seem to match that much for me. You know, it's more so of like, okay, we're 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 honoring some people, but then we're completely exonerating other whole groups of people. You know. Um, so it's it's I think it's a matter of structure and 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 another point we'll get to later is that the Oscars are actually changing some of their rules yeah. and the way they're they're voting um, their 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 membership rules about everything. Um, but you know I think it's it's a good thing that 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 people are actually acknowledging it and at least having a discussion about it. Like we're having a discussion about. I it. I think we're just living because in it's a time better than 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 having it go unnoticed. You know, we're living in a time where people get offended over fucking everything. Yeah, they totally. have been passed. Uh, years where all white men were nominated, all white women were nominated, and no one gave a shit. Yeah. And the reason probably was because there weren't any great black actors in or a movie actors, that year. Yeah. I don't think it is, I don't think, and I could be wrong, everybody could be fucking racist in the Academy, but from past nominations and wins that I've seen, I don't think that is the case. I think this no. year, the people that got nominated were just the better fucking totally. actors. And, and that's and my people point. Are crying See, about I, it. I think people are, are over, over emphasizing the racist aspect of, of it. Of course. More so than it is just people being misguided and people maybe being a little out of touch. You know, I feel like a lot of people in the Academy are a little out of touch because they're not general members, people that part of the general audience, you know, they don't, I don't think they're the ones out of touch because they're the ones in the industry. I think it's, the people who don't know anything fucking about films that just see all white people and go, oh, I'm going to hashtag something on Twitter and well, make no, everybody it's, it's angry not, about it's it. It's not just that because I think, I think, you know, people that aren't just idiots that are in the industry are actually speaking up about it too. Like for instance, Mark Ruffalo, who's saying like, yeah, I think this is a problem we need to acknowledge, but at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and boycott the whole ceremony because certain people that that I thought deserved to get it didn't get it you know like he's basically kind of saying like it's not up to me it's it's a matter of supporting uh the industry and and, and using it as sort of like this thing to move forward as uh, to using it as a point of reflection on ourselves and, and and as an industry and to sort of make ourselves better going forward you know um and that's kind of the way I see the situation is like yes this is a problem but we can't sit here and call it racism or calling it Oscar so white because that's not going to get us anywhere. You know what I mean? We've actually, the thing is, is uh, we've just got to start making movies that, that connect to us as a people and a culture. And if we can convey that in our movies, then we can, you know, we can get that across. But I just feel like bitching and complaining and moaning like Jada Pinkett Smith is doing is like, we're boycotting the Oscars because we think we should win some statue and we've got enough recognition in our lives already. Like, no, that's not the right way to do it. You know, like it's just mentality like that, that I don't get. So I think, especially if you look there's at something Will to Smith's be learned career, from this, you know, if you look at Will Smith's career, 
he just hasn't really been doing that good. No, like, he it's hasn't not, been. He's, it's he's not our fucking fault. He's you been started phoning, sucking. He's been fucking phoning it in, dude. Since he got rich, yeah. Go look at a picture of Will Smith's house. Must be so fucking hard to be a black actor in Hollywood. Oh yeah. Like, look, the fact that you started making really good movies at one point in your career and then just kind of started saying, "I'm Will Smith. I can do whatever the fuck I want." Here are my kids. I'm gonna make them act, and you have to watch their shitty performances. Yeah. Like, and listen to their shitty music. Yeah. You f- you started being a douche. That's not our fucking fault. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna think you're a phenomenal in a movie that you weren't phenomenal in. Yeah. And that said, still one of my favorite actors. I think he's a really... We were just talking about how cool he looks in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Is he going to win a fucking Oscar for Suicide Squad? No. Of course not. No. Do I think he's going to be kick-ass in it? Yeah. Of course I do. Yeah. Once you start complaining about things, though, I'm going to attack your ass. You don't deserve an Oscar yeah, this year. exactly. The end. And also, also, can we just talk about how we're complaining about the fucking Oscars, which don't fucking matter anyway, and we all know are bullshit to begin with? Amen. Come on. Amen. Like, that's my argument, dude, is it's not about right or wrong or this or that. Like, you're going to find racism. If some people believe it still exists, I would say it partially exists, but that's a whole other fucking discussion altogether. You know, you can find this and that and there everywhere in every aspect of life. But I think that, you know, more so than anything, we should just, again, take that, learn from it, put it into our products and use it as 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 something to talk about. You know, Look, something, what black something actors... to fucking reflect on and make ourselves better human beings, because at the end of the day, movies and all this stuff, it's it's entertainment, but it's art, you know, and at the end of the day, the Oscars are celebrating the art. Exactly. And people getting offended at art is like the stupidest thing yeah, in the universe. Exactly. Art is made to push boundaries. And art, art is, is also made to subje- offend people. Also, art is subjective, too. Oh, 100%. So there's that to be said. And here's the thing. What, what minority actors would even be contending to win this year? I would say, and I haven't seen the film, but Idris Elba is someone that's probably up there only because I've seen clips from Beast from No Nations. I haven't seen the film itself, but he looks incredible in that movie. Not a bad option. And I think also Jason Mitchell again was deserving of it. Not a bad but option. I don't think I don't. I also don't think you know. Again, if I had to choose between those two, I'd say Idris because Idris is just constantly fucking delivering phenomenal performances. Yeah. Another option that I've been years. hearing is Michael B. Jordan for Creed. Yes. And I think he's also deserving of something, but not for Creed. I feel like Here's the thing. he was a little more deserving for Fruitvale Station. There is no this. parallel universe or any universe where a Rocky movie gets nominated for an Oscar. I'm sorry. You mean no matter where, how good you, you mean, think he is, it's just not... You mean that, the fir- like the first Rocky movie that won an Oscar? Yeah, but how shitty have they all been since then is what That's I'm true. saying. Like, yeah. No Rocky sequel. A sequel. A no Rocky, Rocky sequel. Okay, sorry, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I fucking worded it it's wrong. It's okay, it's okay. No Rocky sequel is going to fucking win an Oscar. I'm sorry. Yeah. That would be like putting Leonardo DiCaprio in like an Asylum movie and yeah. be like, oh my God, why didn't he get well, nominated? Well, no, it would be like, why didn't Spider-Man 3 win the Oscar? <laughs> why didn't X-Men fucking, 3 win the Oscar? I love Topher Grace. Why didn't he win for Best Supporting Actor? No, I'm just kidding. That's terrible to, to, to compare Creed to X-Men 3. No, of course, but maybe 3, but... just like the film's just not... Yeah. He just it's a wasn't good movie. enough. It's, it's, and it's not even about good enough. I think it's also about the, the type of movie too, you know? Like, yes, Michael B. Jordan was great in that film, but did that movie challenge Michael B. Jordan as an actor? Probably not. Did it push him to the absolute most limits of his acting? Probably not. Like the way that it pushed Leonardo DiCaprio to the to the to the extreme of your acting ability. And that's what I want to get to. And that's kind of what you're looking for, you know, as people who who there's great actors all over Hollywood. Most actors in Hollywood are really great. They're usually fucking solid as shit. Obviously, people can turn in terrible performances sometimes. <laughs> Nicolas Cage is is more than living proof of that. How dare you? But no, I love Nicolas Cage, but but the fact remains is the ac- the Academy is is there to reward the special performances, and yep. there can only be so many special performances that stand out like that. Look, I'm sure there are ones that we missed, but let's take those three that we just talked about: Michael yeah, B. Jordan. Those, I think those are the big three. The dude from Compton and yeah. uh, Jason uh, and Idris Elba. Yeah, let's come. Let's take those three, and then let's look at who got nominated. Yes, they are all white men, but these white men are. Eddie Redmayne, yeah, for the Danish girl. Which I think, if anybody could have been swapped for one of those three black actors, it could have been Eddie Redmayne, especially because he fucking won. But I feel tell like- that to to Alejandro who won a bunch of fucking years in a row. Like just because you win one year, that doesn't mean you can't no, win definitely, another year. Totally. That's if he did another great fucking movie, but I just feel like Eddie Reg- Redmayne is is his selection of films is Oscar baity. You know, he's not True. pushing himself in the sense that he's only selecting films to get the Oscar. 
Leonardo DiCaprio for The Revenant. Which, of course, I think is totally deserving. Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs. I haven't seen Steve Jobs, but he looked fucking incredible in that He's trailer. He's a phenomenal fucking actor. And he deserves it. Tell me that Michael B. Jordan fucking is a better actor than Michael Fassbender. He's just not. not. not He's it's just not. not even about who's the better actor, but who is better in that prof- in, in those s- disparate films. Probably you know? Fassbender. And Fassbender was someone that completely inhabited that role and changed his whole way of talking, his yeah. whole way of... Uh, intonation it's more than just oh going in and learning some boxing that's 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 a method fucking performance like there's no like years of preparation for that brian cranston for trumbo again another one i haven't seen but i've heard he's incredible in and i think totally deserving i think if anybody is deserving this year on a side note to win besides leo i think it's cranston i think cranston could be a dark horse this year the last one is matt damon for the martian which again, that's probably he one did a of those phenomenal ones. job, phenomenal job. But was it was it an outstanding special performance? Not so much when comparison to looking at at Trumbo and looking at the Revenant. No, but to compare it to that, Michael B. Jordan and Creed, I no, think Matt totally, Damon did totally, a better job. But, I mean, I think for instance, Idris Elba could have easily been nominated True. for that instead of The Martian. Again, it's more more preference, and I haven't seen Beasts of No Nation, so I, I have no real room to say. But um, just playing devil's advocate, of course. So, and I I just think that it's I I don't know I can't, and like I'm don't want to fucking sound racist, but yeah. like no, I don't think you are at all. I think it's just a matter of like you're very much like me in the sense it's like the best the person that did the best job should get that shit. Like if you're the best director that year or you did the best job out of all the films that were made, you should get nominated. You know, it's as, it's as, as simple as that. But yeah. the Academy doesn't work that way. And, and we here, know it's a very political system. too. Oh, of course. And here's the thing. I'm looking at the best actress and there's only one on here that I think maybe could be swapped out. Because here's yeah. the thing. Like they're all just great fucking movies this year. Yeah. So we've got Kate Blanchett for Carol, yeah. which I didn't see. But but Missy's hot. She's amazing. She fucking loved it. Yeah. Um. It was Brie Larson for Room. Oh, can we just talk about how uh, how glad I am that Brie Larson is going to be a fucking star now because she's incredible and she's been in so much stuff and she's been acting since she was like five and she's because, finally making it because I love the shit out of her because she's so sexy and she's and, so hot and and so adorable and such great charisma, dude. She's just a phenomenal actress. She really is. I think. Uh, yeah, I, the the first time I really, really, really noticed her um, was in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, and then I was like, "This girl's great." And then I saw her in Twenty One Jump Street, and I was like, "This girl's amazing." The Clash at Demon, Demon Head. Head, of course. She's dude. so good, dude. Yeah. Then we got Jennifer Lawrence for Joy, which I didn't see, but again, she's a great actress who has won an she Oscar is, before. But I feel like there, she's one of those people that they're nominating way too much for stuff that I don't think she's quite deserving of. I haven't seen Joy. I didn't think she was worthy of being nominated for um, American Hustle. I didn't like that movie very much, but I thought she was a little bland in that movie and didn't really push herself that much. Yeah. To be nominated for the Oscar out of all the people in that movie. No one complained last year. Yeah, so Exactly. Then we got Saoirse Ronan for Brooklyn, which I, again, which did I'm not see. But I heard that Brooklyn was fucking and great. And Saoirse Ronan's just constantly giving great performances, much like um, Brie She's Larson, another actress so. that has just been like, Yo, I'm here. I'm doing things. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm fucking a star. And now, now I'm like a 22, 23, and I'm a woman. And Hannah I'm a star. was Hannah was a great fucking movie, yeah. dude. I loved that movie. Yeah. And she was also as much as I hate Lovely Bones, she was great in Lovely Bones. She yeah. was also really good in Atonement. Didn't she get a nomination? She did. For that? She yeah, did. Right. She did have an in 2007. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. got uh, a nomination that for Atonement. Shot though. And again, like name me some women of ethnic descent that deserved an oscar this to be year. honest i couldn't i couldn't really name any off the top of my head women but um yeah i mean i can't really think of any because it's it, it, yeah i mean not any of this and i it's funny how that works though how how People are complaining about all these males that didn't get acting nominations, but nobody's complaining about, oh, this female, this this black female actress didn't get a nomination for this, or this black sound mixer didn't get a nomination for her work in this movie. So it seems like a very lopsided um, sort of argument that they're making. I'm looking at a graph right now that's the... <laughs> no, we're not. I'm looking at a graph right now that is the U.S. population 
to SAG actors, and it's more than 60% white for the both of them. Yeah. So it's not, it's really, there's just more, there's just less yeah. out there Yeah. for the people of like diverse colors. Yeah. yeah. To be fair though, there's also less opportunities. Yes. That's true. You know, like that's very true. Less opportunities, which is which is a, a whole another discussion in all in itself. But but this isn't but, saying roles; it's saying SAG actors. There yeah, are exactly. less SAG actors. No, I'm saying the reason why that is though is because there's if there were more roles offered for more people of color, I'm sure there would be more people that were SAG actors. You know, it's just a matter of numbers. But that's an that's a hypothetical. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. But the point I'm making is that you know that is very true. But at the same time, I don't think it's very vindictive of um, what. Let's talk about like, for instance, what I'm trying to get at is like typecasting, right? Yeah. There's a variety of different roles for white actors, but um, for black actors, there's usually it's like you're playing the thug or you're paying the best friend or you're doing this. There's not like a lot of leading roles and stuff like that. So I guess there's that too. Um but you know the fact that there's that there's what do you say sixty percent of the SAG actors are white? More than sixty, or yeah. well, are white. But that's you know I'm sure probably thirty percent of those are you know of thir- of that thirty percent like probably ten or fifteen is black, five percent is Hispanic, five percent is Asian or whatever. But probably something even like then, that. it's like we're just talking about black actors, not to mention Indians and yeah. Hispanics, and it seems like the only the only um, Indian people that get hired these days are fucking Kumar from White Castle. And <laughs> the only Hispanic people who get hired these days are fucking Michael Pena. Danny Trejo. And Danny Trejo. So it's just like that's a whole nother discussion altogether. But that's the thing is I'm think, not I'm I'm just I'm playing the devil's advocate for this year of the Oscars. No, yeah, totally. I and absolutely I, I get what you're yeah, yeah, I absolutely believe that there needs to be more opportunity. Oh yeah. Not just for black people, even for black women. If you look at yeah. black women in the film industry, that's almost non existent. Or just women in general. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. that there definitely needs to be like you take any kind of a movie that Leonardo DiCaprio is in. Could a black man play that role? P- probably. Yeah. If you look at a movie like catch me like, or catch me if you can, probably not. Cause that's a period piece where, well, he's bl- playing black... the story is no, exactly. about a white guy. Yeah, no, so it's exactly. not open to like, but even like that, it's like what it's like set in like the fifties or the sixties, like a black yeah. man back then wouldn't yeah. have the same like rights. So like, right. Yeah. So there are, there are restrictions, certain limitations. Yeah. yeah. But if you take any other, big popular movie could a black man play that white man role absolutely yeah well i think i think this 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 goes down to like that discussion of like oh should james bond be black and it's like yes if the actor's good enough he should be fucking idris elba i think it doesn't matter if he's right for the role then he's right for the role but i'm a huge proponent for idris elba that's what i'm saying is that is that i think there if anything this discussion has to get people saying like oh there needs to be more diversity how do we get to do that oh we start making more roles for black actors and we start, you know, writing more diverse stories and, and as a result, more interesting stories than we've already seen because a lot of film as a whole is, it, it, we're just repeating ourselves, you know, it's yeah. like we've told, there's only so many types of stories you can tell. So it's like, you got to start putting interesting spins and getting different perspectives that you've never seen before. So I think if anything, it's going to hope to spur that conversation kind of like we're having right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And let's just talk about how John Boyega is in fucking the biggest franchise of all time. Yeah. Yeah, a black actor is the lead character of a, a black actor and a woman are a lead character of the biggest franchise of all time right now. Yep, that's fucking cool. It's pretty cool. I fucking love it. Yeah, and if people get this far into the podcast, I hope they don't judge me for the last twenty minutes because like I was just playing the devil's advocate for the Oscars specifically because yeah. I'm not a huge proponent of the Oscars. No, yeah, and that's not to say I'm like, not against black actors or or no, or any I kind mean, of ethnicity in the film industry. I just think people are bitching and complaining about the Oscars when like. It's not it about the Oscars. Matter. It's not about the Oscars, but I think it's people are bitching and complaining because they're seeing a recurring thing and, and it's becoming a problem to them. People, yeah. people of color in the film industry, and it feels like again they're blaming it on the Oscars, but you're putting your blame in the wrong place and putting your energy in the wrong place. I mean, this is coming from a person, and not to toot my own horn, but that just fucking directed a movie with <laughs> with a all black cast, basically, yeah, yeah. and all a cast of colored people. There's like one or two white people in a, a cast of 10 or 12. Dustin. So I know. And, and another cop. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, that's not to say that what I've said, I don't, we don't want to come off as being racist or whatever, but I just think it's, 
um, uh, vindictive of a bigger issue. So I think I'll leave, I'll I leave just it think that. it comes down to the fact that like if there weren't, I just think that if there's a year where the better actors are white that year, mm-hmm. that's just how it is. It's yeah. not. It's I. I don't think it's a racist thing. Yeah, I think it's a bigger issue of there aren't enough black people playing roles in the industry in general. Yep. Don't complain because the ones that did get roles weren't better than other people in the industry. It's yeah. not about that. It's about, yeah, it comes down to like, it's a, like a much it, bigger issue. It, than the I Oscars. think it comes down to more of like a, it comes down to more of like a, um, a micro level than a macro level. You know, it's like we're thinking about all oh, this big problem when in reality we need to be thinking about the individual projects and how, we can use better roles and more diverse roles to help sort of uh, send um, a more complete message of what the world is like, you know? Absolutely. And I think that, like, we keep talking about Star Wars, but I think that's, like, I think John Boyega, yeah, whenever no, he's Wars out... Star Wars is a really good example of, of, yeah. of diverse casting. And whenever like, really, John really Boyega's out of the Star Wars universe, you don't think he's going to get every fucking role offer yeah. known to fucking man? Yeah. He's going to walk into a studio and bitch slap Tom Cruise and take a role from his white ass. Like, like Mission Impossible 6, my ass, motherfucker. Starring me, bruv. Mission Impossible 6, bruv. Yeah, like John Boyega's going to storm out of fucking Star Wars and Mm -hmm. do every fucking movie. Like, I think that... I think we're getting there and just boycotting something like this for no... Like, not to say no reason, but boycotting this, choosing this year to boycott it is... I just think it's 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 pointless. Yeah. Well, I feel like we've said all we can say on this. We're just spinning our wheels at this point. We are, we are, but there's a lot of wheels to spin. There is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's you laughing at me? It's an interesting it's an interesting topic. We'll see how this goes, you know, like how people actually react to it. I know. Um, well, we'll also see who actually boycotts because you well, can say that. And that's the point I'm making is like, we'll see how it all pans out come Oscar night. But apparently Chris Rock is sticking to his guns and people have pressured him to, um, to, to boycott and not host anymore, but he's still hosting, which I think is smart. Obviously he's going to have to make mention of it and address the elephant in the room. But um, let's also talk about like, when the fuck has Chris Rock ever been deserving of an Oscar? He's not. Wait, uh, what do you mean of an Oscar? No, I'm just saying, like for him as to boycott Oscar it, host? like no, no, but not even as the host. Like, why would he be like, oh, I'm mad because I never won an Oscar? Yeah, no, like, it's a fucking pain. It's a job, dude. Yeah. Like, why would you say no to that? He's probably getting paid millions to do this shit. Well, yeah, fucking probably. It's like fuck, dude. One more small note, like on like straight out of Compton, like what are you gonna give Ice Cube's son an Oscar for? playing his dad like they yeah. he, he probably just acts exactly like yeah. he probably wasn't that even wasn't acting. that difficult yeah, yeah he probably wasn't acting he was just like no. i don't know i'm like my dad i'm gonna and play he's also him. ice cube's son so i'm sure he grew up in the lap of luxury yeah exactly like you grew up with money you grew up with a silver spoon it's not that hard to like do what you're doing you know like, yeah, you yeah, yeah. like i don't know but I, I you know on a side note too I don't think that movie was really de- deserving of best picture. Oh, if so, anything, cinematography. Cinematography, some technical awards, and that acting for um for Jason Mitchell I think was deserving. Um, Matthew Libatique that, I, is people making the argument of Straight Outta Compton for best picture. No way. No. No way. That movie's third act is a is 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 pretty rough. Way too long. Opinion. It's not even that it's too long. It's the fact that. They started telling the story about NWA, and then it becomes the Easy E story. And I'm like, I'm not here to watch the Easy E story. I'm watch. I'm here to watch the NWA story. Yeah, it turns so into like, an AIDS PSA. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's that, that's fine. Like, whatever. You know, like I don't want to deter people from learning about AIDS, from and getting wars, AIDS. I mean, and the horrors of that shit. But I just felt like it, it, it wasn't the Easy E story. It was fucking the NWA story. Oh, of so course. Let's keep it at that. Look for um, if if anything, Maddie. Libatique should have gotten something because yeah. any movie and they shot a that motherfucker that movie Ronin too, which is cool because yeah. that's like a like a brand new piece of equipment. So any movie that dude puts his hands on looks beautiful. Yeah. So if anything, yeah, I think that should have gotten like a nod in the cinematography department. But again, like it's not racist that that movie didn't get nominated. It just it didn't. There wasn't anything to nominate it for. Yeah. Totally. And Oops. before we get people at. Our doors with pitchforks. Uh, we are going to end this episode of Pop Pop, the pop culture yes. podcast, brought to you by ageofthenerd.com. 
we have reviews on iTunes now. Thank you, everybody who reviewed. Um, if you go to my Twitter handle, which is at I'm the LA Nerd, there's a link in there. You can go. It'll bring you straight to iTunes if you will subscribe for us and leave a review. Doesn't have to be good. Not telling you to leave a bad one, though. Uh, tell us the truth. Tell us how you feel. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. We would love to get into the iTunes rankings. That's kind of our goal right yeah. now. Um, so everybody who listens to this, just it takes five minutes, you guys. Uh, it's not probably less than five minutes. It doesn't mm-hmm. really take that long. So please go yeah. and do that for us. Uh, follow me on Instagram as well at I'm the only nerd. Um, yeah, and um, if you guys leave us a re- review, maybe you'll be lucky and we'll read it on the air. And you'll have your voice be heard um, through our voices. That is a great tactic right there. Yeah. Um, right now, the only people that have reviewed it are like people that are close to us. So yeah. there's no point for us to do that. Yeah. But right now, if somebody who's listening to this podcast will review it, we will uh, we'll roast you yeah. nicely on the yeah. podcast. As long as you say good things. No, I'm just kidding. Regardless, like, just tell us what you think. And we would love – we want to get feedback. So we want to know what you guys think and uh, – and we're always looking to improve, so. That we are. And we will see you next week, you nerds. Peace.